Welcome back to Ranking Things. Uh, this is one of the big ones. Finally got the time with Adam to uh, sit down and rank the Star Wars movies. Um, this is a very contentious list. Um, I know, I think what's interesting is in this list, knowing what I think most Star Wars fans would say, both Adam and I come with some particular hot takes, I would say. So if you're not a, um, you know, maybe not a major Star Wars fan, I guess I'm saying I wouldn't trust exactly these lists. So re-listening again, I was like, man, this is a, a insane, uh, some of the opinions that you'll hear. So anyways, uh, that, you know, if you are a Star Wars fan, you will be mad. Uh, so here is um, ranking Star Wars movies with Adam. Uh, I have decided to uh, end the show. So I'm working on the, the finale of ranking things with Levi. Uh, there's this episode and one other, which I've recorded, and then I am in the process of recording the finale. Um, so I, I've been enjoying this, but I've just, uh, you know, find, found it's time to uh, take a break. I'm not promising, you know, that I'll never record a podcast again. Um, but, um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a finale on ranking things, and and I'm excited about that. So that's coming up. Uh, but we'll have this episode, one other. Uh, which is coming in the next week or so, and then the finale in the next couple weeks. Thank you, all of you, for listening. And um, we uh, here is Adam uh, doing Star Wars movies. Welcome back to Ranking Things with Levi. Super excited to have Adam Winfrey with me tonight. How are you doing, Adam? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. So um, we're going to rank Star Wars movies, and this is one of the big ones. Like, we, I started the podcast, we were talking about it before we recorded, and you you reached out pretty quick, like, I wouldn't say pretty quick, but I've been saying it was pretty clear that you dibs Star Wars movies early on. Um and it's taken us a really long time because the, the podcast is like <laughs> it's like the podcast is like over two years old. Uh, it's taken us a long time to uh, to get the, get the time to record this. Um, so t- talk about talk about why you are an expert in Star Wars. And uh, yeah, go for it. I I think well, for over two decades, I have love the movies i'm 35 right uh i my mom would put those on when we were like infants and just play them uh basically to get us to shut up um so like <laughs> i i've just been watching star wars like all my life i think in my my pre-teens though i fall in love with it um the movies the video games uh just er- everything about star wars the feeling of it the the mythology, I love it. I yeah, I loved it. I don't know anyone that likes it more than I do, and it 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 haunts me sometimes. <laughs> it's a um, no, you know, this is just a podcast. And I don't release videos, but you have a full cardboard cutout of Darth Vader behind you right now, which is a, just another oh, piece yeah. of evidence that you just yes. own that. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, I've had it for like well over a decade. I brought it. I took it on a uh, intercontinental tour oh one time or intercountry i took it to canada one time okay. <laughs> canada, is the same con- canada is the same continent but 
that's good. <laughs> it's it's a whole different so but yeah, yeah. so I've uh, had that. I have all sorts of like Star Wars. I have like Mace Windu's lightsaber and uh, the Battle of the Oven Metal. Um, I have books and all that sort of thing. So yeah, I I feel like I'm qualified to speak to Star Wars. Yeah, I know a lot yeah, of people you, you, probably feel like I can talk. To it's it's very it's very popular but you you i mean yeah like a lot of people could rank the star wars the nine star wars movies but you're probably and i guess i don't know that many people who have get, gone to geek status on it but you you've you've consumed i'm saying you've consumed there's a lot to consume in the star wars universe and you've consumed it all right i'm committed to consuming it yes yeah <laughs> So yeah, the, the, like the books are growing up, but but me too. I mean, I, I I usually don't know that much about what I'm talking about, and uh, that will probably be proven true in this episode as well. But um, this is a this is a big one for me. I mean, I've I read I I definitely read the books when I was like you know a preteen. I mean, like the 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 uh, you know the, the nerdy books, the Han Solo trilogy or whatever. Um, and I've been loving loving the. Uh, you know the Disney Plus stuff, like Mandalorian, was amazing. Um, actually, Disney Plus was a reason that I feel more qualified to rank these video, these these movies, because I've watched the nine over again in the last year. Um, oh, really? At least in, in lockdown, yeah. Because, well, I I do a lot of background TV watching while at work, so if I have something boring to do at work, yeah. I put the I'll put it on, and Star Wars is perfect because. I don't really, it's okay if I check out for half an hour, right? Because I know it. So anyways, yeah. So I've, I've recently reviewed them all. Another another thing I think is a reason for you and I to talk about Star Wars is, I wouldn't say probably, but definitely there's no probably about it. When we first met, my, my first memory of you yes. is playing Star Wars Trivia Pursuit with you and your brother, and the walkers yeah. and yeah. i don't recall if you were on my team or your brother was on my team but there was a question about um i think han solo is in the million falcon and he hit something in this scene to get the million falcon like kick-started and there's a name yeah. for that thing and i don't remember that name but i knew it when i was 12 and i had this argument with either you <laughs> or your brother about what that thing was and uh, and I went with with your answer, and uh, and you you were wrong, and I was right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! I really wish that story had ended differently, and I wish I remember the name of the thing or the name of what I thought the thing was. Yeah, I'm like I, all all I can think of right now is flux capacitor, which I know <laughs> is not it. Most <laughs> technical term we know here. Yeah, I, yeah. Either. There's like. I was definitely a lot more in Star Wars when I was like 12. It's like, it's geared towards that age range, but you know, you also like have yeah, the time which is okay. to go through the books and memorize yeah. all the stuff that doesn't matter, but it's like fun to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this is one of the big ones. We've been, we've been circling this for a while. Um, I, uh, I saw on the internet somewhere, someone said uh, that a podcast is just, starting a podcast is just a way for an adult white male to have a, a longer than 10 minute conversation with their friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and ever since I've seen that, I was like, 
dang it that's exactly <laughs> what ranking things is <laughs> um but because uh, yeah this is one this is one I've, i i definitely need to do and and i have said uh i said it on the podcast on the pod uh, last time i posted that uh uh, I'm probably going to be wrapping this up pretty soon, so I needed to I needed to get this one in because this is also besides uh, you know spending time with you, this is also just a really important record for history. You know, for me to really properly say what I think the top five Star Wars movies are in order. Thank Thank you for doing this. I've been I've been waiting on bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so what did you use to decide? Like, what kind of or your measurements because you no, know, so we're doing the nine so technically the nine episodes yeah okay so that's the the the, uh, the ones from the early uh, late you know 79 and early 80s and then which is for episode four four five and six kind of the classics and then the uh the ones from 20 years ago what do you call them is there a word for these three trilogies it's the, what would you call the trilogy from 20 years ago it it's the, what? the prequels, the prequels prequel prequels okay yeah. prequels got it and then what what's the, what's the word what do we call these ne- these last three that have just come out they're the sequels oh okay yeah all right like everything so wise it's confusing for star wars so right that makes yeah so anyways episode another way I th- another way people know it is episode one through nine and that's the ones we're ranking so not rogue one which was a great great movie um uh or uh or the lando movie or whatever we're, we're, we're sticking just to the nine here what what did you use to decide uh well i think initially i i went with my gut feeling um and i just wanted to mm-hmm. stick to that but i didn't feel like that was i didn't really feel like that was the best way to rank it so i i, I use that sort of as my basis so if my gut feeling was to pick one at my as like my favorite one of all time, then I gave that nine points, and the next one was eight points, and like all the way down to like one point. Okay. Um, and then I assigned uh, a single point if they hit um, one of the following categories. If if it was playing on TV and if I was flipping through the channels, if I would stop and watch it, then I gave it a point. Okay. And that's not applicable to all of them. Um, if I feel Correct. like the movie is fun all around, yep. um, then I gave it a point. Um, if there is anything like noteworthy about the movie, like uh, I think, for example, just the the Darth Vader Luke, um, him Darth Vader being his father in Empire Strikes Back, like is there something? It's not necessarily noteworthy about the storyline, just noteworthy in like cinematography. Then I gave it a point. Right. Um, okay. And uh, I did also, if, th- if there is something that just generally, I feel like the, the population, the, you know, everyone in the world sort of hates about a movie, then I, I deducted a point. So there are a few, I think, okay. generally people don't, <laughs> like, I don't think anyone finds anything wrong with episode five, like generally speaking, but like people hate Jar Jar. So so episode one gets deducted a point. Basically, I was going to say, so is, is that just episode one gets deducted a point or um, episode f- seven or whatever, eight? No. 
the, yeah, episode eight. Does that one get a point deducted? The only ones that I didn't deduct a point from were Empire Strikes oh. Back and The Force Awakens. Okay. All right. Um, oh, well, that's a different discussion, I guess. I, 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 I only <laughs> thought of Leia being launched, being launched out of the ship and then like coming back to life and going oh. back into the ship and then <laughs> hyperspacing through the spaceship like i knew i knew that was offensive and i knew jar jar binks was offensive but i guess i haven't thought about what else is offensive well like people hated ewoks people hated c3po and r2d2 um just various things like that they're kind of like big about the movies that people don't like yeah it 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 ruins it for that person yeah regardless of how okay um right i see i see okay Cool. I, I went mostly on fun, um, <laughs> like rewatchability, rewatch, rewatchability and fun kind of to me are very similar, but like that was what ended up mattering for me, um, except for Empire Strikes Back. So Empire Strikes Back is going to be in my top five. A question I had for you is do any of the original three not make your top five? Um, no. Right, me neither. They're all in there. So, which is, I think, to be expected. So it's kind of, we're ranking the top five, and we're kind of saying, what are the other two of the movies that matter? <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like, 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 I think the order is gonna, the order is gonna be a conversation. But for anyone who's seen these, like, if you've seen the original three, you the, then you're gonna, you're going to, rec- you're going to, you know, uh, agree mostly with our list because they are the the top five best. But we're kind of giving two special recommendations to other other movies, but I don't know. What do you think? It's a good point. There's a, there's a clear there's a clear yeah. difference. There's a clear difference because yeah. the um, which yeah, I wonder how history is going to play that out. But I I do think like well we'll see we'll we'll get to it. I think I think that already we're seeing that these movies that these 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 other two for us and maybe they're the same maybe we share them but. Um, are, are, are already aging well. So we'll see. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get just, let's just get down to it. Cause, uh, so, cause right. they might be, are you, do you have here? Here's another question. Now I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probe now how it, we've, we've all heard the show before probably by this point. I don't know why anyone listens to this show anyways, but you, um, we, you, you're gonna say you're number five. I'm gonna say my number five. We're gonna get up to number one and my question is, of the original three, um, does it is, are they the top three? You're asking. Or do you right have now. a movie that? Yeah. Um. Or do or do you want to wait? We can wait if you want. You want to wait? Uh, we we can wait. We can let the surprise happen. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's wait. Let's wait. Okay. I'm curious. I'm very curious. All right. I guess I'll be patient too. Um, so what is your number five? Uh, my number five, and this was like gut feeling wise, this was not where it was at, it was not at number five, but once okay. I did all the math, um, it got here, <laughs> which was kind of a surprise, is uh, is The Force Awakens, episode seven. The first one with Ray okay. and, and the new crowd. It's good. Um talk about it go for it it yeah i honestly 
uh, well, the 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 other two are not going to be in my top five. <laughs> I I don't find those good. Um, I do think it's fun. I liked the fact, like, just from the you know when it came out, I don't know, six years ago or so. It was exciting to see a new story. There was a female protagonist. There are a lot of new fun characters. Um, I felt like it showed a lot of promise. Um, there were, it's the, the main flaw about it is it, it seems it's like the, the repeat of episode four. Yeah, the, yeah, the complete repeat of the story. <laughs> like that was, that was, that was rough. <laughs> it was, uh, it, it's still rough. Um, but it, I don't know. It's still rough. Yeah, I, it's still rough. I think it's it's it is really fun. Um, I just I don't like where they went after this one. I think that was a problem. Other, other drawbacks I don't like about it. Now I'm rethinking this. I don't know if this should be number five. But <laughs> um, they. Well, what's your number? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Well, they like cinematography wise, they got rid of a lot of things that like George Lucas was doing. Like there was panning that he would do this like special type of panning. So like, if you watch the original six movies, um, the way it fades to black and cuts between locations is very unique. And they stopped doing that in the last, in seven, eight, nine. Um, Also there's this like range of aliens and other, there's like some culture some shared culture in the first six movies that they just kind of get rid of in episode seven. Um, You don't see a lot of the same aliens and whatnot. And I feel like they, it would have been good if they included those. Um, But uh, I was excited to see like, well, where were they going to go from this new template? So yeah. Yeah. It showed promise, but I wasn't terribly happy with it. Right. Yeah, I ended up, it was, it didn't make my list. Um, it's a, it is fun. It was good on the rewatch. Um, it's just, I didn't enjoy the, obviously the Han Solo part is very sad. Uh, they kind of rebuild the universe and I don't think they do it well. Like you said, like um, you're, you're, you're meeting new characters when you really don't need to, um, or like new, new uh, creatures. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't, it, it 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 wasn't that fun um as well which i guess fun again is my number is kind of my number one like but um, it was um but, but i think that really comes back to it just being the exact same like storyline as as a new hope that was pretty that was rough yeah um, it was like and and i remember it happening i remember watching it in the theater uh i was with jess and her brother and we were watching it and it was like a like a it, it, there was a little bit of a heartbreak when you watch it because you're waiting for Star Wars to come back. It's like, oh no, this is just Star Wars redone. <laughs> like, was, like, I don't, this is there's nothing new or anything for me to enjoy and to like, lo, you know, fall in love with. I guess it, yeah, I'm falling in love with Star Wars again, but it, it just was no new wrinkle. Anyways, it's uh, still good. I mean, it was it's not the worst one. Like we're not we're not doing our bottom, but. I don't think it's it's not it's not on my bottom bottom of the list number nine I guess but uh, my number so interestingly my number five is the Last Jedi, which is Episode Eight, which I already <laughs> I already I already made I already made fun of because it has the terrible uh, 
you know middle of of of, uh, of multiple multiple logic breaking break moments, but this movie is way better. I like on my on my more recent rewatch, I I enjoyed this a lot more than I expected. I think the uh, the action scenes, um, the last scene, I think the reveal of Luke not actually being there uh, was a really great plot twist. Yeah. Right. So he's like like ghost Luke Skywalker. Um, I think I enjoy the Ray and uh, and uh, uh, oh, oh whoa, I'll, I'll, I'll edit this, but the, yeah, the Ray and Kylo not having their moment. I enjoyed that uh, that not happening in that episode. In that episode, I, I guess I don't know. Like well, the tension just grew. You also enjoy shirtless Kylo. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I just mean the, t- the tension, the tension building uh, through the whole yeah. movie was 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 good to me. Like that helped the movie. Um, yeah, it's just just. I think it's just it's just a really cool, cool and fun to watch movies. That that made number five for me, and that's my I, only one of the last of the last three of the sequels. I do think that like all all three of the sequels had their moments. Um, like another moment for that one is like the surprise cameo of Yoda, right? Like that was yes. fun, and they did the if I remember correctly, they used a puppet, so he actually looked like he did in like episodes uh, five and six. And I, I like love that, um, but uh, yeah, there there are other things that just like really bug me. I remember with the Force Awakens, there was all this buildup about like who is Snoke, like how does he play into the story, like what's his what's his backstory, yeah. and and then they just kill him, and then that that's it. You know, you don't get <laughs> anything. Um, yeah, and, and also what, he's like. Well, well, he's this like force wielder that's more powerful, it seems, than like anyone else. But like, how you know? Like, how, he seems more powerful even than Luke or Palpatine or any of the other great force wielders. It's, it's so. I think so- it's worth. Yeah, I think I got more patient with the sequels with the last three episodes uh, when I learned about how they kind of handed each episode to a whole different director. Yeah. Um, like it's worth knowing it, it gave, it gave me at least, I don't know if, if, if this, it gave me like, um, I don't know, more leeway. Does that make sense? Cause it's like, yeah, the, like the same person should have directed all three. That, that's a clear mistake in my opinion, because if it, once you, once you understand that they are carrying on like a different you know a, 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 they're they're carrying the story from someone that you know they weren't in the room with then it's yeah. better i guess i guess, well, I guess jj abrams directed the first the one, one the first one and the third one but well, they brought I him know. in for i the liked movie. i liked what ryan yeah go ahead go ahead well they brought him in for the third one because i think ryan ryan johnson was the guy that did yeah, yeah. he but the second yeah because people just thought his movie sucked so they brought back JJ um, but JJ I, yeah like to to your point which I think everyone kind of saw as the problem is just like lost he didn't have a plan going forward for this right. this new trilogy he just kind of kicked it off and you know which is is reasonable I think in storytelling sometimes you don't know where it's going to go 
you know, people that are fans of like Game of Thrones or sort of waiting to see where where that goes, for example. It's another thing that's big in pop right. culture now. But like, you know, you talk to JJ Abrams and you like he's not really sure where it's going. Um yeah. It it's it, it's difficult, but still like at least having some sort of outline, which it seems was just completely absent from the the sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah it's frustrating. Um, it, it obviously they made a ton of money. They are they're fun to rewatch again, if, especially if you're half watching them. Um, you don't really, you know if you're just looking for the spectacle. Um, interesting. That's interesting that we had uh, you know seven and eight both as our number five. What's your number four? Uh, my number four was A New Hope. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I originally had this higher. I think that um, it, it, I think it comes down to watchability. Like, I really love the last half of this movie. Like, once um, okay. On, okay. On the and everyone's on the Death Star, it's fun to watch. But between um, Princess Leia giving R2 the plans till they get on the Death Star, it's just really, really, really slow. Um, and at points you just want to fast forward it. So I love the movie, don't get me wrong. And I think that it, th- there are so many new things as far as like movies go that happened for that. Like the, so it's sort of lost on us because we grew up with it, but the famous um, Star Destroyer scene where it's sort of after the opening crawl and the blockade runner shoots across the screen and the Star Destroyer just keeps going and going and going and going. Um, that yeah. you know, was very new. Uh, yeah. Scene, a lot bigger. And also for like sci-fi movies, he didn't have this sort of clean universe where everything's brand spinning. He wanted everything to be dirty and, and look used. Um, so I don't know that was, whether that, yeah, that yeah. was done or not, but it wasn't done um, as popularly as Star Wars was done. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have this high, higher on the list. Um, so Fair. I'm excited. I'll just hold my hold my thoughts. And uh, <laughs> what is my number four was a my number. So so that answers the question. My my question earlier in the podcast about the. Uh, so you have you have one of the prequels. I'm assuming get above a new hope um i have attack of the clones which is episode two as my number four yes (laughs) if you i'm excited (laughs) people people love contention uh so bring it but i really enjoyed this movie like i didn't expect to enjoy this movie as much as i did when i was watching it now I guess I'm doing the same thing, same logic as um, as The Last Jedi because I'm just excluding all Hayden Christensen scenes. <laughs> so <laughs> like, like, I guess what I'm doing in this is like the battle scenes and the planets and the things they go to and just kind of where the, where the, where the storyline is at is very fun. Yes, the Hayden Christensen, Natalie Portman stuff is really rough. You know, I totally subscribe to like Hayden Christensen is a better actor than the lines he was written, and and 
if you don't if you don't know george lucas is a lot more involved uh in these movies in the prequels um and he's not famous for being the most amazing uh mm-hmm. writer um so 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 people like to blame him but i think um i enjoyed this movie again i enjoyed it i enjoyed it very recently um i i like the I, I like the Clone Wars. I like I like droids versus clones, and we get a lot of that in this one. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 leaving it there as Revenge Revenge of the Sith as my number I, four. I do like how it builds what becomes the Clone Wars cartoon series, which is great. Yeah. Um, you yeah. watched it all, or are you? I have not. I haven't finished it. I'm kind of in the middle. I, I I go back and I go back to that. You're the one who actually. I think I watched. So there's like a movie that kind of kicks it off, and the movie is not great. And I watched the movie, and you watched it, and you watched the like first season or two. I forget. Yeah. And I was talking to you about it one time, and you said, "Well, you can't, you can't base the show off of that movie because the movie sucks and the show is good." And so I I started watching the show. And man, it, yeah, I love that. I mean, people are talking these days about how great Mandalorian is and like all the things that, you know, it's doing right. And or Star Wars goes, but is really good. Clone Wars is sort of building blocks for that in a way. There, there's so many things that were yeah. kicked off in Clone Wars that were seen in Mandalorian. Um, it's, it's great. And, 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 uh, going back to the attack clones you have like the yoda scene which everyone really wanted like the fight scene everyone wants to see so good um i will say my my problems with that movie and why it it's it's so low on my list it's not in my top five um it, it is actually completely like the natalie portman so yeah it's so just, hard if you just fast forward that part it, but it's right. like the there are deleted scenes where the if you add them back in, their romance makes like a little more sense. But she, in, in the movie, she goes straight from you're like a teenage boy, I don't want anything to do with you, to I passionately love you. And yeah, yeah. that, and the, the scene that really gets me with her, it's not so much Hayden as much as it is like her interactions with him. But when she falls, um, when they're chasing Dooku in the gunship, and they get hit from yeah. behind and she and like a stormtrooper fall out and get on the ground and she looks dead and then the the stormtrooper gets up and comes over to her and she's like Ugh! and she looks like she's about to die and he's like oh you're all right and she's like yeah i'm good and she just like pops right up that scene i can't i can't deal with that scene <laughs> <laughs> i was i might have been fast forwarding that scene when i recently rewatched it but uh <laughs> the uh well, I'm curious. So now, yeah. So, flawed. I guess I'm saying. I guess I'm saying I'm picking. I'm definitely picking good parts on the rewatch for these ones. But I'm now I'm excited because so you have you've got um, a different a different one. So what's your number three? You've uh, yeah. So so people are going to get two recommendations of non-original uh, trilogy movies from from both well, of us. Well, I think you're guessing correctly, but very luckily that my third one is a prequel and it's not in the top two. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, my, my third, my number three is episode one, the phantom. Wow. Oh. 
No way. So you in your scoring, you didn't. Jar Jar didn't get enough negatives then in your in your math. Well, like he should have counted for four or five. I only deducted one point from each movie. <laughs> See, I'm saying like that is brutal. That is all right. Okay, go ahead. Defend. There it, is though. a lot that people don't like about this movie. There's there's Jar Jar, but like as I mentioned earlier, like for other. Um, Star Wars movies, the original trilogy. People hated C-3PO. People hated Ewok. It's not the same. It's not the. Uh, it's not the it's same. Not the same. was way worse. <laughs> okay. Good. To, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it it is and it like it, yeah. I, I see your point. Um, people really didn't like the pod racing thing. Uh, just like having this random like race in the middle of this galactic battle. Yeah. 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 Um, I think. The reason it's so high on my list is it sort of goes back to what I spoke about with episode seven, sort of taking the universe in a different direction. Um, you had what everything looked like in episodes four, five, and six. And in episode one, George Lucas didn't like make the universe look like that at all. Like it was suddenly clean. You had the jet, like, as far as Jedi go, you only really had Obi-Wan and Yoda and like nothing else. And he he took that and made them into this, you know, like this more epic type of character, right? They're no longer yeah. these monks. They are, are warriors. They're deflecting lasers with their uh, lightsabers. Um, I just think that he like sort of rebuilt the universe in a good way and he didn't need to do that. And I think, and I appreciate that he did right. that. I think that, and also in that movie, they go from Naboo to Coruscant and Tatooine to all these places. And, um, and in, I don't know, like in a very short time frame, and you're okay with it, you still feel like you're part of this big universe. Um, where like I didn't get that with episode seven, eight, nine when they like switched to different planets. I don't know. I, I really like the way ultimately it comes down to the fact that I, I love how he re-envisioned the universe for the prequels right. to lead into the next trilogy. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 there are parts that are fun. I mean I, I guess I guess I'm being inconsistent because I enjoy the last like the last battle on Naboo is is good yeah um uh and Darth Maul is a really an excellent like Darth Maul is an excellent bad it, guy it, um, yeah that but, was the first time you saw double blade lightsabers that has like one of the best songs in Star Wars movies that the duel of the fates yeah yeah it, yeah right. Tatooine comes back like I like the Tatooine I like I like how we yeah Tatooine is is uh, featured um it's not so bad but, uh, but why but, do you hate man, jar jar's jar jar's <laughs> rough jar jar's rough jar jar's rough and the rewatch is not that fun um mostly because also uh anakin is 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 annoying um the race is the race is fine i don't know it's not like it, it, i think uh, other surprises but but on the other hand on the other hand, for us, for us, you're two years older than me. This was one of the. This was when this came out in 1999. I'm looking it up. Was like 
this is probably my favorite movie going experience of my life. Like I was amped out of my mind, you know, I've only learned to hate it <laughs> since then. But also like a lot of like a lot of other like interesting things that happen in the story and in, in like one story like yeah padme is secretly queen amidala like didn't see that coming right qui-gon died yeah that was didn't fun. see that coming that was that was sad um, yeah that was a good that was that was a good narrative thing to do that we you only get qui-gon for one movie um that obi-wan like the you mcgregor obi-wans that one's my favorite obi-wan like he kind of becomes goofy yeah. old dad in episodes two and three, but I really yeah. like Spunky, Padawan, Obi Wan in that one, and and the droid right. to cause those little roly poly droids. Mm-hmm. Get introduced introduced to those. There, is good. There's so many good things in this movie. The, I don't know the whole prequel. It does get it does get washed by by the uh, the Clone Wars series, like you said, is very fun, and all the prequel movies get raised by that in my opinion um raised up a little bit because we're, we're building that kind of universe or sub universe or whatever interesting so you like it you like it more than new hope crazy yeah um i'm gonna put empire strikes back at really man yes. that's like apocryphal. so it's i know <laughs> it is not this is this is really I was, you know I knew I would be exposed as not a uh, not a really true um, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not following the crowd when I say Empire Strikes Back is three because this is many people's number one or number mm-hmm. two um, I get back I don't think the Dagobah stuff is that fun that's the whole you know I guess I'm ranking the whole thing on fun <laughs> <laughs> because 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 um, it's not not that great not a great climax like you said i think what happens here is major plot points um obviously luke i am your father is huge but the rest of cloud city is not that great um dagobah is not that great and you know obviously it's a downer like which it's designed to be i think it needs to be right like it needs to be the low point between the first you know and the the third and the fifth episode um it is literally the empire striking back but um i so I don't know. I, that's, where, that's where I have it. I have it. I before I redid everything. When I just like gut feeling, it was my number three too. I feel there are a lot of things about it that make it better. It's like it's watchable. Yeah, there are big plot points. There, there are other fun. Like the Battle of Hoth is kind of fun. The whole like it is yeah. Tauntaun, uh, Wampa Tauntauns, scenes. Yeah. Those are great. I love Yoda. There are good things about it. But yep. it's, yeah, the cloud city part really it, is rough. It, I mean, being the third best Star Wars movie might make it still top ten movies of all yeah. time, you know. But but the, <laughs> but it's just it, I have to rank, I have to put you know a New Hope and Return of the Jedi above it. Sometimes so. I feel people, um, they like it, it has to be their number one, you know, like they, like almost like they're pre- peer pressured into it being number one yeah it's it's critically the best you know critically the best movie i don't know i could i could it's not the most fun and i i'm leaving it at fun because what's the point of these movies is fun you know like fun and inspiration i guess but what's your number two i think yeah it's all kind of the same conversation from here on out so what's your number two uh my number two is return of the jedi (laughs) oh so you (laughs) 
Oh, so people feel pressure. <laughs> people feel pressure to have Empire be the oh, number one. I, okay, so my, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's just do it this way. My number two, my number two is A New Hope. We've already discussed it. Um, it's what makes you fall in love. They build the universe. I mean, it's where anybody should start. Um, and I think if you if you watch that movie, you're going to be in on Star Wars. A lot of memorable stuff. My number one is Return of the Jedi, and your number one is Empire Strikes Back. It, it was after I like qualified it to be number one. It Return of the Jedi was right. my number one when I just ranked them by gut. So, so you 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 explain that scoring system. Explain it again, just for. So I just ranked them by gut feeling. So you you got okay. nine points if you were my favorite. You got eight points if you're my second okay. favorite. And then I had certain qualifiers, okay, okay. like if it was on TV, okay. would I watch it or would I just go to the next channel? Right. Um, and for each right. of those, I gave it a point. And that really, mm-hmm. I think the the top six just kind of got resorted based on that. Okay. Um, which I think is like... So what's the point difference between Empire and Return of the Jedi? Um, look, they... like. They are one point apart. Both after yeah, I did everything, okay. <laughs> episode one and Return of the Jedi are both ten points. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you're saying is basically the Ewoks themselves kept Return of the Jedi from being tied for first place. Um, <laughs> no, I think that it, it's. Okay. I think that it was the Ewoks, and again, like this is just what I feel people like I hear complaints about the Ewoks. Yep. I have no problems with the Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. Yep. Do you remember yeah. the uh, Yup Yup song? Have you ever heard that? Uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so for people who, who've only seen the re-releases, you're missing out on the Yup Yup song, which was the original closing song yeah. of uh, episodes. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that there is anything truly noteworthy not not the storyline but just like as far as movie goes it happens in episode six um there's there's no great plot twists there were no new uh changes in cinematography it, it was just like still a star wars movie from like that point on mm-hmm. um yeah it was a lot of fun and you know you're we we, we talked earlier about episode and being a repeat of episode four like in episode six they bring back the death star and it's okay like we're all on board with them destroying that again <laughs> or are you not <laughs> but but well no i am i i think it's uh, well, my whole my thing about return of the jedi is a the job of the hut stuff is so fun <laughs> like getting to see the underworld getting to see the underworld you know the underworld is like like that really matters because they build this whole the whole first half of the movie of you know luke having to free han and blah 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 and leia you know that's a that's a great almost mini movie in itself it's it's really two parts it's that and then it's this amazing last battle in my opinion and it's fought on with the ewoks on the floor with lando and the planes in the sky in a really awesome you know, aerial fight, which is, that's what's really fun. And actually Attack of the Clones episode two also made my top five because the the opening battle scene in that movie is fantastic. And the only good part of episode nine is the, is the I love, I love the, the space battles yeah. essentially. And the only, the only good part of episode nine is the, is the final space battle. 
Um, so Return of the Jedi, yes, I guess, yes, you're, you're making a good point that it's simple uh, plot-wise, but it's, it's amazing. It's so fun because it's, it's like you get, you get these three struggles that all end the same way. So, so Luke versus the, em the Emperor, um, you know, the, all the Rebel Alliance versus the, versus the uh, Star Destroyer, and then the people, you know, Han and Leia on the ground. And the Hanalea and the Ewoks and C-3PO and R2-D2 against, you know, that little outpost. And all those happening inner, inner, at, at the same time is great. Like, I don't know if that's cinematography or story or like writing. It's great writing because it's just like they, they're jumping between these three struggles. And I think that's the one thing that you get on Return of the Jedi and spoiler alert. So major spoiler alert for Mandalorian right here. Well, I, I so if you want to skip wait. Just you haven't seen Which it. Season. Season two. Okay, all right. It. We're just gonna drop it. That's too, that's too bad. That's too bad. Uh, uh, I can't even make this point. Um, even for like a day, there's a dedicate to Mandalorian all season two. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, that's fine. It's okay. Um, well, you we can we have we can talk about Return of the Jedi then. <laughs> then. Anyone, anyone who's seen it, anyone who's seen it, I think would know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be hyper obscure right now, but um, uh, that that's a good part. The that character is a good part. That is a that is somewhat of a uh, plot change, like plot progression. Anyways, um, so I, I yeah, return it. Return of the Jedi ends up being my number one. And I was, I think I was surprised too. I know that you're supposed to pick Empire Strikes Back. You know, it's what you picked. I think it's what, it is a great movie. The top, all, all of the originals are tough for me to divide up. Um, but if you told me I, I get to watch like one Star Wars movie for the rest of my life, I might pick Return of the Jedi because um, I would have the most fun. So maybe I should just say my list is like top five rankings of the most fun Star Wars movies, but I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. Do, you, do I mean, you, you, floor is yours. You want to defend Empire, Empire over Return of the Jedi? No, I don't. I mean, if, if we're going on fun here, I completely, I mean, you know. Right. <laughs> I just, I think the only reason for me that it didn't get, like, yeah, like, I'd agree with you. Like, if I had to pick one to watch, I'd watch Return of the Jedi. It's not slow. It's action-packed from beginning to end. Um, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of, like, I don't know. I, I just, I enjoy that movie a lot. Um, and, and but you can't, um, you want me to, you, you have to, you have to have watched, <laughs> you have to have watched the other two. Like you can't, I, a new hope would be if someone says, where do you start? Like, I'm not, I guess I couldn't say start with the turn of the Jedi because it's the best. You know what I mean? Like the best movie is a different question, maybe. But I don't. I don't for me, Return of the Jedi is number one. I mean, if if like if I was babysitting my four-year-old nephew and he would not seen any of the movies, I'd throw in Return. I mean, I fast forward through the scary bits, but like that—that's the one that would get like consume his attention yeah. the most. Is Return of the Jedi? I'd say. Right. Yeah. So okay. It is the most fun. Cool. Well, that was that was a good list. That's tough. That's hard. It's it's like choosing between, you know, my children. I only have the one child, but 
Um, <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, what, what's what's your biggest takeaway after after doing this? As far as my list, your list, what do you think after the conversation? I. It's it's healthy to talk about these things if it matters at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I mean like I think that like sometimes you get nostalgic about anything that you know that you appreciate from your past. And like I feel that way a lot about like I I, I openly argue how the Phantom Menace is one of the best Star Wars movies. And every time I do that, mm. someone reminds me why that's not right or why there's like something wrong with it. And it's not just Jar Jar. Um, and, and I think when I brought up uh, episode seven, you reminded me of all reasons why I didn't like episode seven, but it's been so long since I've seen it. Cause I, yeah, you know, we said we weren't going to talk about our, our least favorite. I'd say like of, of those three, I've only watched that one more than twice. Um, and right of the sequel trilogy, there's only one of them that I've watched once and I have no intention to watch again. Like if it's on, I'll watch it. But I just have like no good feelings about it. But if it's been six years since I watched it, I may want to watch it again. That's episode eight. You're gonna love it. Gotta get back into it. <laughs> or, the ninth, or the ninth one. The ninth one's rough. I mean, uh... <laughs> The ninth, the ninth one is rough. I don't think it holds up on my second, on my second watch, I guess. But, um, I, yeah, it's, they, it, had it, the, they all, they, they, they all could have been better. All three of them. When they had the trailer, when they had the trailer that like hinted that Palpatine was going to be in it, like I was excited. I wasn't excited before then, then I was excited, and then I watched it, and I was upset with things about it. It was yeah. I think the ninth. I think the ninth one might be my worst. Like I think I would watch all of the prequels before watching the ninth one again. Yeah. Um. Because it's really disappointing that Ray is related to Palpatine. That's a complete. That's just totally bogus, and they clearly didn't know that until making that movie. <laughs> like no one had thought that. It's it's obvious if you think about it. If you if you watch, if you watch, um seven and eight it's it's clear that ray is like because because that's what frustrates me about the force and that's the best part of lando or what's what's the is the lando movie called lando it's called lando right no it's not um <laughs> it's about han solo what's it's, it, it's anyways, solo. oh solo sorry that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. but um but they but the best part of that movie is the kid sweeping the thing sweeping the 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 end right the last scene is the kid sweeping the barn and then he has the force. Yeah. Right. And that to me is the actual attraction of the idea of the force is that anybody can be special. So Ray is a way better, stronger character if she's a nobody, in my opinion. And they make her Palpatine's granddaughter or whatever. And it's totally lame. Like it ruins to me, I think one of the main tenets of the force. I agree with you. 
I, I don't know. Like, that's that's that's, I, 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 that's the real cardinal sin of of episode nine. Actually, is it just ruins to me? It, not only does it like hurt the universe, and yeah, they go to like a bunch of bogus planets and whatever, but like it actually ruins the whole religion of the Star Wars universe. That like to to actually have special force ability, you have to be have to have been born into it. Well, it makes me wonder if like so in episode seven, that was the big question is who are her parents and people were wondering you know is she is she somehow like han and leia's like secret kid is she luke's kid is she Obi? there are all these good options and had had like they thought as you mentioned like they didn't think about that until episode nine because when they said in episode eight when when um Kylo says to her, like, you have, like, your parents don't, or someone says to her, like, your parents don't matter. They were nobodies. So it's like, flew away. Like, just like everything else in those movies, you were disappointed. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, like, they had to come up with something that, like, worked, right? And, and it's not like, I don't know, I feel like they should have just planned from the get-go. Um, I think that's another thing that I appreciate about the prequels, going back to those for a second, is the way that the character Palpatine is used throughout those is wonderful. Like he, yeah. like in, in, in episode, you're, you're really just introduced to him, you're introduced to him in episode five, but you get, am I off track here, Levi? I want to like, uh, no, you're good. No, you're good. Go, go, go. Yeah. Um, you're, we're introduced to, to him in episode five, but you really get to see what he's all about in episode six. And like, I don't know, like I was shocked to see him in uh, the Phantom Menace, not only as like, you know, like a, a lowly senator, but as like kind of a young man, right? And he's played by the same actor in episode six as he was played in episode uh, uh, one. And, and he, you know, I just love how you can you you know in in that movie that he is Darth Sidious if you know anything about Star yeah. Wars and you kind of know that through episodes one two and three and that's okay and it's like one about how he's sort of playing both sides of the coin like he's the leader of the Republic and he's the the, the leader of the Confederacy and he's gonna come out on top you know and right. I, right. if, if they had somehow hinted at that in episode seven, eight or nine, that, you know, he was coming back, that he was kind of come out on top, then there would have been a better payout. But like, obviously they just thought of that last second. Um, they're, yeah, they just, yeah. They're really trying to pull, I mean, yeah, it, it's just, it's a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only that, like well, he, he's like this weird creature in episode nine like he's attached to like something or other he's sort of hovering and then the shadows yeah. there are like these yeah that was yeah. the end is <laughs> end is so bogus yeah how they like yeah just i can't handle it it's the worst it's the worst one um all right well that let's let's put a let's put a bow on it that was so recap recap my number, my five were The Last Jedi, episode eight, Attack of the Clones, episode two, Empire Strikes Back, which is episode five, uh, five A New Hope, which is episode four, and Return of the Jedi is episode six. What's your top five? 
Uh, the Force Awakens, A New Hope, The Phantom Menace, Return of the Jedi, and number one is The Empire Strikes Back. Nice. That was fun. I'm, I'm glad we did it. We had to do it. We had to get it on record. You know, it's important for our, for our Thanks children for and gener Bye. generations after us. No problem. What are you eating <laughs> really lately? Cold, I feel. What's up? Sorry. Uh, candy. Uh, mostly <laughs> candy <laughs> candy <laughs> which candies um, what 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 candies what candy specifically like... uh you know chocolate <laughs> um i i went to target to buy a bring to my family christmas because we're going to go spend it with my parents and uh and i've just been eating it like in preparation for the I don't know. I just can't help myself. Um, and I've been going back to buy more, but they're all out of candy now. So I'm going to come with like a bunch of empty bags. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, um, I'm eating, well, I wrote down cookies. <laughs> so we're recording this on Monday, the 21st. Um, <laughs> and just, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to get this edited and out, but where this is, this is Christmas week. And uh, we are, yeah, just slammed with cookies and chocolate. And I feel like it's a it's a very common, like not only is it just like a is it just around everywhere that you go, but it's also like a really common gift for people or from people who might not know you that well or they want to add in something special or whatever. So you just end up with like, I don't know, like, you know, it's like we thought about you at Christmas time. Here's a box of chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's like there's so much. But but uh I'm really leaning into it. Just just this year I'm I'm going for it so as much as, as often as i can eat a cookie i'm eating them basically just yolo are you guys uh, uh, decorating cookies or is we are cookies for you yeah we're decorating cookies on the 20 on uh christmas eve with my brother and sister-in-law which would be nice but no i um what i did this time was i was at trader joe's and i'm a big shortbread fan and um mm -hmm. So I bought like a giant selection of uh, Walker's shortbread, um, which I've been having twice a day. At, at, uh, and then, um, but then other cookies. So, so other cookies have been showing up at the house and um, yeah, just happy to, you know, when cookies become like a lifestyle, like again, it's like a 10 and three thing for me every day. Well, 10 o'clock time for cookies, three o'clock time for cookies. <laughs> it just happens. What's your favorite cookie of of all the cookies. If you could do one, yeah, one cookie for the rest of your life, what would it be? We should do ranking things cookies. Don't rank but it. Really, but, but really, my number one is um, is shortbread. That for me is it. So really? a very plain, a very plain like like square of shortbread, I'm, I'm in. So I want, it, I want it to be, yes, sweet, but also salty, um, crisp, um, very buttery. It's obviously, it's about the fat in the shortbreads. Yeah. So. That's on like a list of things that I would eat if it were presented to me, but I would never go out and buy it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the evidence that I'm not actually a sweet tooth. Like I don't actually like dessert that much. Um, but but yeah, shortbread is is it. So that's well, it. Now I know. Uh, so <laughs> now you know what to send me for Christmas for sure. Yeah. Um, 
uh, parent corner. Do you have any um, dog owning uh, stories, or are you about to announce a pregnancy? Are you yeah. next to dog, Levi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> For those who, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so my, my one dog child, uh, I think something that happened recently is we, uh, we opened gifts the other night. So we're going to my parents uh-huh. for, uh, for Christmas. And so Julie and I, um, just did our own like Christmas the other night and Julie got my dog. Who's a, those you don't know, she's a miniature dachshund. And so my wife, Julie, got her this like crocheted dachshund. And I think in Julie's mind, Luna would take that dachshund and like adopt it as a puppy. And then like immediately Luna grabs it, starts like uh, throwing it, like doing death throws with it. Um, and like Julie's <laughs> just trying to get a picture of, of Luna in this um, crocheted dachshund. Like meanwhile, like Luna is pulling out the eye of it. So <laughs> my uh, most recent. That's funny. Mine's a... <laughs> it's good though. <laughs> I like I like I, I like it when gifts don't meet expectations at all, and the gift the gift giver is just like mortally disappointed. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Pippa. Um, has been very fun lately and that she's she's into art and Jessica's redone her office and shown Pippa that Pippa has a drawer where she can pull out a piece of paper and draw on anytime she wants. So what happens is once a day, mm-hmm. just at random, Pippa, Pippa goes on like an art making spree. And I've thought it is a massive waste of paper until Pippa came up to me one, uh, this is actually just yesterday, I think. She came up to me and said, look daddy, I drew you but i'm gonna give it to you for christmas and then went over to the tree and stuck it on top of the present that jess got me like there's a there's a large present it's the only i think it's the only one for me under the tree that is uh is for is is for me and pippa took took her drawing and put it on top of my present which is pretty cute so she gave me she's two and a half years old and i think she gave me a christmas present it was really adorable. It was really cute. But anyways, I don't, it was cute. So yeah, Christmas is fun with, with, uh, it wasn't that useful. Like she was not that into it a year ago when she was 18 months or the year before that when she was six months old. But this is now it's, it is definitely fun with, uh, with kids. They get into it. Um, all right. We're going to skip sports. We're going to do, what are you listening to lately? Which is really Taylor Swift talk. Let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> So you're a long time known, you're a long time known Taylor Swift fan. Um, and I am new to this. Why? Only because of the last, only because of, I, <laughs> well, I mean, I know, I know that she's had the bangers, you know, I know that she's a prolific pop star, but um, the last two albums I've enjoyed very much. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to pass this to you in a second. I've enjoyed them because I'm a big um, national Bonnie Vare fan, and she mm. is clearly using those guys, right? I mean, they're they're the producers of the albums, um, and so it's a whole different feel. The last two albums, these we've had two albums in 2020 here, and I love them. Been loving listening to them. What I want to hear from you is, what are what do, what do you think the Taylor Swift community and you personally 
like how 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 has the community at large and you personally handled uh 2020 in taylor swift world <laughs> uh i don't know if i can speak for the community Levi. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, man. i wanted you to 20 25 year old girl but, uh, uh, <laughs> I think I think you have a sense. You surely have a sense of the of the Taylor Swift community. Uh, no, no, I don't know. I think I think the like I. I think like I think it's a funny that you're talking to me about Star Wars and Taylor Swift. Like those are the two things that you think I'm I'm best suited to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what else should we talk about? <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't like have my, uh, I don't know what the pulse of the crowd is. I think I just enjoy the music. Like, um, okay. You know, so you're not on the Taylor Swift sub subreddit. <laughs> no, I, I think that like Taylor Swift, the person I try to like, not know anything about. And I think that you can't listen to the music okay. without like being aware of something about her and i don't think that's like i think it's different for a lot of bands like you cannot know anything about led zeppelin you cannot know anything about um the beatles all these like really famous bands these really good musicians and still appreciate the music i feel like with taylor swift for example you like have to know something about taylor swift you have to get like some sort of vibe from her um i think that as far as like music goes i really liked it took me a little bit to get into. I appreciated her last album, Lover. Um, I, I think that uh, I think that Folklore is definitely one of her best albums. I feel like the past three have yeah. been kind of rough. Um, the other okay. one I've listened to a lot, I'm not as impressed by. I think it took me a little a bit of time to get into I think something that's also funny about folklore. I saw like an infograph of like how many curse words Taylor Swift uses per album, um, and she uses like none or like like one in 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 her previous albums, and in this one she's just like going to town. Um, and I think like at my first pass through, going back to like having some sense of like Taylor Swift as an image to appreciate music it like made me almost uncomfortable listening to it because she's very like squeaky clean to a degree. Right. Um, but uh, man, I love them. I, I, I listened to the explosion version of all those songs and uh, <laughs> <laughs> roll with the punches. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. I mean, it, I've been very much enjoying it. Um, and I, I think, so I would say that what I've always respected about Taylor Swift, and it's a big part of, I think, her like branding or not, not her branding, but whatever, just like her, her persona is she is very famously the writer of all of her music. Hmm. Right. And she has adapted to this style. And this, I think, is going to be key for because Taylor Swift's been a part of our lives for a long time. Like she is, you know, a modern Madonna in a way in that she she is she already has a pretty impressive career and she's going to have to, to, to for that to last a long time she's going to have to do things like this like 2020 where she she kind of gets different producers um, and she's still writing the music 
um, writing the songs, but in kind of a different style. Cause she's had like country and pop before, but now she's really leaning into this like folk alternative. Um, and I don't know, she's, it, it's great. I don't know, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not I, she definitely doesn't need us to be critical. I'm just saying it's a, it's good and people need to stop sleeping on it. Taylor Swift is good. Have you, have you ever been to a Taylor Swift concert, Levi? No, no. You should go. <laughs> I I went to one. Have you been? Yeah, Julie yeah. got me for my birthday a couple of years ago. I I would never buy them myself because I I feel too weird about it. But she got me tick. She got us tickets to go see Taylor Swift, and. Going back to like speaking it about things that are fun, like that whole concert was, it was yeah, fun. I bet, yeah. Um, I don't right. know how she's going to do that with these albums because there's nothing like super poppy. Um, it's all very like mellow music. It's, I also feel like the music is very like 2020 in a way. Like sometimes when you're sad or, or whatever, like you just got to yeah. listen to music that, that like speaks to your soul. And a lot of of those albums are, you know, yeah, along that vein. What what what's your favorite song of all the uh, of both albums? Oh, of both albums. Hold on, I gotta. I'm gonna double check. Um, I think it's from uh, the first one, which is folklore. Um, uh, I could I could start singing it right now, but that's not what we want. I'm looking it up. Uh, the Bonnie Bear, the Bonnie Bear song. What's it called? Um, I'm really about to sing it. It's uh, it's Exile. I think I need it. Exile, yeah. love before. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's it. Exile. What about you? Um, I love Betty. Um. Mm-hmm. It's it's the one where she drops the most f bombs, and I. <laughs> That's what you're there for. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe it's because I like her more poppy music. I do like other songs on this album, but um, it I just like the build up. I love like the. I don't know it. I think she wrote it from the perspective of like a like a teenage boy, mm. that like has a crush on a girl that he doesn't feel like he can get. Um, mm. And like, so that like 20 years ago, like 20 years ago, Adam spoke to me. Um, yeah, it, it, interesting. Yeah. Champagne Problems is my, actually my favorite one off the new one. I keep going back to that one, which I'm not, I usually try to find a deeper track, but anyways, good. That was, that was the Taylor Swift, that was the Taylor Swift conversation I wanted to have. I'm sorry you don't speak for the whole community though. <laughs> If you, so like, you're not a Swifty, obviously. So if, if, <laughs> if you, what album, if you, so after you've listened to these two, are you going to dig deeper into the Taylor Swift universe? Or are you well, just going to- Well, now like, I, like to, to be, I mean, I think I've been fair before. Like I listened to 1989 um, all the way through. Uh, like Reputation, I've listened to a couple songs off Lover. Like I'm not, I, I don't think I was turned off of Taylor Swift at any point. Like I never, I don't think I ever wrote her off. Wrote her off is the right word to say. 
but um but this is just this these are like albums that i'm actually listening to on repeat you know what i mean which is different and i watched the whole disney plus thing too actually one night again i was doing something else but i watched it in the background i mean that matters i i love how she's adopted this like very hipster look also like this is hipster music and she's adopted this very hipster look like yeah. for these albums um I, I was joking with Julia and I, I, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if she got like sleeve tattoos or at least a tattoo, um, before the end of the year, but <laughs> I, I, going back to like what you were talking about, like reinventing yourselves. I, yeah, I think she does like cast on that well, and she's not like the only musician that's like been able to do that. You know, you look at, I don't know, like, did you... I'm I'm curious where she she would go from here. Um, a little scared. I don't know. She tried to rap, but yeah. I think in Reputation, and that that was something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should we should go. That was that was good. Uh, thanks, Adam. Thanks for that. Thanks for all the Star Wars knowledge and all the Taylor Swift knowledge. And uh, I'm glad we did this before. Uh, and before I, I never podcast again. I'm oh, sorry, I have a lightsaber. Uh, oh, you have a lightsaber? <laughs> now you tell me. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate doing this. I love talking Star Wars, and like, like you said, it's uh, a podcast is a reason for two bros to hang out for a little over the time. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. Just gives us a reason to talk. Yes. All right. Have a good night. <laughs>